Hey, recording live. The newest episode of Mindset Moves Podcast. Exclusively for you, the members of The Minimalist Method for Prosperous Female Entrepreneurs. I love helping other people to not have to go through some of the tests and trials that I did if possible. This is where you get the first dibs of the best business strategies ever so you can grow your revenue while minimalizing your time, your efforts, and your energy. There's great coaches. There's people in this field. So yeah, you want them on your team. Hi, and welcome to the newest episode of the Mindset Moves Show. How do you create internal peace even during time of distress and despair? And what does internal peace even mean? What does it even feel like if you actually don't actually think you've ever experienced it before? Back by popular demand, I've got Dr. Tanya Kindle here, who is going to talk to you about different things that you can do when your mind tends to want to only focus on the negative, what to do in times when, as a business leader, you feel continuously in a loop of worries about money and expenses and team, and what you can do about it, some different modalities that are easily accessible and you could just kind of keep in your back pocket in these moments. So, Before uh, we go into this, I do want to remind all of you, viewers and listeners, that this show is produced by Media, the Creative Agency. So if you're a holistic health and wellness expert who just wants to let go of your online marketing and just focus on your clients, that's what Media, the Creative Agency is here for. And if you aren't quite at the place where you have a team yet or think you can hire a marketing agency, I do work one-on-one with business leaders like you, like Dr. Tanya, who are um, in the holistic wellness and beauty space, and you're looking to build the foundations of a business to strategize marketing, financials, and growth in a way that feels in alignment to you and doesn't feel forced. So Dr. Tanya, why didn't we remind everybody who you are? Um, I am a holistic clinical psychologist. I work a lot with the body disconnection So people that are struggling in survival mode and some people don't even know they're actually in survival mode. So a lot of education and awareness and shifting, shifting that true self into the present and releasing a lot of the old programs and subconscious things from our past, um, past history of genetics, past um, prenatal, preverbal that might be being carried into the future and blocking you from all of your all of your hopes and dreams and goals and true connection with your body. So I'm really focused on the body work and how that plays out into our inner peace and wellness. We do such a wonderful job at it too. So let's get right into it. We've got business leaders, a lot of them listening, uh, watching, and it kind of feels like it doesn't matter how much more money they make or more revenue that they make. It feels like this perpetual cycle of constantly being worried about things like the payroll, the payroll, the payroll, the payroll the the rent when it comes to the business rent or uh, the inventory costs. Like it feels like no matter what they do for the revenue growth, it 
that's a constant worry. Can you talk yeah. a little bit about what what one can do? And 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 in this case, some of these business leaders might have gone through extensive coaching, read all the books, listened to all the podcasts. Maybe you're listening to this one here. What can they do to to get through this? To yeah. get past it? Well, that's an excellent question because it's actually not about doing. <laughs> so when you're in survival mode, um, and not all parts of you have to be in survival mode at one time, but you know maybe it's the financial, and you know it's a part they're connected to Pat past programs that the the brain is running based off of what the heart is telling the brain is in is the emotional codes that are happening. So a lot of times we are very focused on the external problems, the external chaos, and the body is interpreting it as an internal threat. When it's not, it's not something that we want the body to intake as an internal stressor. So one of the first steps is to become aware if you are in survival mode, if you are in panic or in fear or in that place of, I got to do, 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 you are probably in survival mode. And mm -hmm. that is the first step is that awareness. You don't really have to do anything because you're doing enough. You're probably staying up until three o'clock in the morning or getting up at four o'clock in the morning if you don't want to <laughs> and and trying whatever you can do, whatever you can buy, whatever you can, you know, and it's pushing, it's pushing. And that program worked excellent many, 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 many years ago. And uh, one of the best examples I can give is I, um, from Chevelle, when I did one of her trainings, she's an excellent entrepreneur and business mentor um, of what Harriet Tubman would say, like when, you know, when the dogs are barking, don't stop running. When you, you can hear their voices yelling, don't stop running. Like when you feel that, you know, the torches don't stop running. That was great advice when you needed to run, when you needed to not stop, when your body was not safe physically safe, you had to run. Inner peace can be a something that our body doesn't know we can access unless we tell it, unless we stop and say, come back to the body. If you're not physically running, if you're not physically in danger, and if you are, definitely get out of a situation, find help, you know, those type of things. But if you're not in a physical situation of danger, those programs may still be running and they're not compliant with what your body needs right now, which is to have all of your brain power open <laughs> to creative problem solving, seeing opportunities and not focused on, I just got to get rid of this problem. I just got to get rid of this problem. I just got to fix. I just got to get fixed because that perpetuates the stress response. Mm -hmm. So awareness, am I in survival mode in this part? That's a really, really important step because if you're not aware of that, your body's just going to keep running the programs. Your heart's going to keep telling your brain, hey, threat, run, do, push, 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 push. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to keep going. Define what inner peace is for you. If you right. don't if you don't know what that is, then you're just talking about a concept and not about something that's that's innate. So if I didn't, I've never been to Disney World. Like I've never been there, never went as a kid, never took my kids yet. Like I have no idea. Like I know it's a place. I know it exists. I know people are happy when they go there, but I absolutely have no link to it. 
So if people tell me like define Disney World, I'm just talking about somewhere where I think I maybe want to go someday and there might be long lines. I don't know. So inner peace is the same thing. We have to sort of define through our own experiences what that is. So really kind of taking that time with your own body and sitting down and thinking, okay, now I have to kind of go into my body. All right. And that's when the thinking stops. Then we start the feeling. What does inner peace feel like? Where do you feel it in your body? What sensations would you attribute to it? Lightness, warmth, a feeling of being grounded, a feeling, where do you feel it? Do you feel it in your core? Do you feel it in your heart? Like what images come up around it? You know, when you think of inner peace, do you see a meadow? Do you feel like you're next to a fire? Do you like what, you know, what sort of things are happening in your body when you think of inner peace, when you allow that time and space for your body to go from out there to in here? What defines inner peace for me? What experiences, sensations, images, um, bodily functions. Sometimes for people that's movements for sometimes it's they, they would need to sit on the floor. They need to kind of get grounded. They need to walk around in their, in their yard with bare feet. Um, you're still able to do that in Western Pennsylvania for a little bit longer. <laughs> so what, what is your inner peace? Really have to have that conversation with yourself and with your body. So those are the two first things is that awareness of fire in survival mode and mm -hmm. defining it and really kind of attaching what those sensations are to your body so that you know what that is to access for you when it's time to go there. Yeah. And from a spiritual sense is remembering that <clears throat> you are totally disempowering God, your guardian angels, your ancestors, you know, whatever you believe in is that higher power because there is a higher power. Mine's God, guardian angels. And like you're taking it all away from them essentially right in your mind thinking that it's all on you that it's on your shoulders and a lot of my of the listeners some of them they're actually i would say all of them that are women are high achieving yeah. they are go 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 hustlers and in that in turn creates an animosity towards sometimes their partners where mm -hmm. they're like, it's all on me. They don't do anything. Yeah. Uh, always doing it all. They don't, they, uh, they never help. And the first thing that I, that I like to remind them is, well, that's not possible because always and never have not occurred yet in mm -hmm. a lot of time. So that, that can't be true. Right. And that kind of pisses them off. They probably want to punch me in the face because they want me to come alongside them and go, he's a jerk. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, from uh, so in that sense, they feel like it's all on their shoulders. Yeah. But remember, all you can do is move your feet and move your hands. Yeah. But like the rest of it is up to God. So yeah. and our heart is our is our main sort of source for that, like for our spiritual like connection. And it's not our brain. Our brain is amazing for sending programs, for imagination, for creativity, for all that stuff that we need to sort of like adapt. But our heart is how we communicate with our body, how we tell our body we're in the present. So our heart is our link to our spiritual sense, our higher power. 
And if we bypass that, you know, if we're if we're in survival mode, basically our heart is just sending signals to the brain saying like you you are not going to be there's a threat. You are not going to survive. So it overrides that and it says, okay, spiritual, take a seat because we we need to override survival. We need to get out of here. We need to get rid of this. We cannot be happy unless we cannot have inner peace unless we can't like and it runs those programs. So the heart just keeps doing its job because it, it's unconditionally loved. It's got, you know, it's just like, well, okay, I'm going to keep you alive. We're going to keep you alive. But until mm-hmm. we connect with that heart, we connect with that space, we connect with that higher power, with that, that true essence that's in us and really kind of activate those, our body, our brain will just keep running the programs. The heart tells us we're under threat, run a program. So yeah, that spiritual is at the core. That's at the core. And that's what is also connected to that heart space, which is mm-hmm. 90%, 90%, if not more now, they're thinking of what's going on. So definitely, yeah. definitely a spiritual aspect to that as well. Mm-hmm. And I think in those moments, we can also get into a cycle of, I feel stressed. What's wrong with me? Why do I feel stressed? I should be, mm-hmm. I shouldn't feel stressed because everything looks good on the front end. So why do, what's wrong with me that I feel stressed? And then there's like that shame and guilt. And then you're trying mm-hmm. to fix the fact that you feel stressed on top of trying to fix the thing that's making you stressed. And it's like this never ending cycle. Yes. And I, I've found that you can go through an extensive amount of coaching, books, podcasts, uh, aspirational readings, walks in the woods, mm-hmm. but there needs to be an internal healing within with somebody like Dr. Tanya. Um, and sometimes in Dr. Tanya's case, it, it can take one session. It could take 10 sessions. It really depends on the individual, but that's why I'm often, when it gets to a, a certain point, I'm like, I think you need to go talk to somebody like Dr. Tanya or, you know, my, my mentor, um, Rebecca Wiener McGregor is one of them too. There's so many phenomenal ones, yes. but you know, Dr. Tanya is, is, is obviously one of the top choices. Um, so, what would you suggest in these moments when we feel like this? And so one of the exercises that I like to suggest to my own clients is if they're constantly worried about this thing, this thing, this thing, it pops up every time, right? And again, case in point, let's say the payroll, it comes up every two weeks in some business leaders' um, scenarios, and it's that constant worry. And so I like to ask them, where do you think that comes from for you? Has there ever been a time when you haven't been able to make payroll? And most of the time, the answer is no, right? Mm-hmm. And so what would you say about that if they don't know the answer of like, where do you think it's coming from? How do you work with with clients to help them discover it? Yeah, that's actually, you know, a, a very common thing, like that we have these fears that are, they're from beliefs. So when we when we don't know where something is technically from, then it's usually running on a very, very, past belief code. It could be our ancestors, you know, know, it goes back generations. So there could be fear that there wasn't enough money to feed the family when they were running a farm, right? Now Mm -hmm. we're not farming anymore. Some of us still are, but now we're, now we're in the stage. Some of us still are, but um, we're in that place (laughs) where like, we still have that feel like, what if I can't, what if it's not enough? It comes Mm -hmm. from a lack. 
Every, mm-hmm. Everything comes from a perception of lack, a feeling of lack. So even if that feeling of lack is there, you could convince somebody till they're blue in the face and with a board, like I could hand somebody a million dollars and be like, there, that solves your problems. Right. And they'll be like, oh yeah, they'll solve it for a little while. Like right. there's still that sense of lack somewhere trapped in the body somewhere. Mm-hmm. And there is the idea that that lack just needs to go away is probably not going to make it go away because it's an emotion. Mm-hmm. It's a sense, it's a feeling, it's a program. So as much as we do on the external world, it's, it's not going to go away in the internal world. So mm-hmm. acknowledging that sense of lack exists, just bringing it to the surface. Like, where am I feeling a sense of lack? Where is this mm-hmm. coming from? Like asking yourself those questions, just where, you know, and allowing your body, your subconscious knows all the answers are in your body or from the source. Like they're there. It's just sometimes our brain doesn't know how to process them yet because we're not in that space. We're still in survival mode. Mm -hmm. So what do I feel I'm lacking? Like, what do I really feel I'm lacking? What do I really feel? Where do I feel that in my body? What images come to my mind when I just sit with that? Like versus trying to fix it, just Mm -hmm. sitting with it, allowing that to be there, having that acceptance around it and allowing that to be in a place where it can be acknowledged versus feared Mm -hmm. because if you fear lack you're just perpetuating the process Mm -hmm. right that's what our ancestors did a lot of a lot of us come from you know food insecurity and poverty and immigration and oppression and like a Mm -hmm. lot of things that we're carrying that we can push as hard as we want but that Mm -hmm. program might still be running underneath there so bringing it to the surface without judgment like mm-hmm. without judgment, there's nothing wrong with you. You might be carrying this and it's just, you know, if you're bringing it to the surface, that's your, that's your, you know, the universe, the source, everybody's way of saying, okay, great. Now we're aware of it. What do we want to do? Mm-hmm. That's where the release comes in. And sometimes mm-hmm. you can do it on your own. And sometimes you do need professional help or someone to cu- to guide you. You are the healer. You, you are doing it on your own either way. It's just sometimes we need that guide. Much like I needed a guide for social media, I could have <laughs> on my own. But it's sometimes it's really nice to have a guide. So, yeah. you know, and, and that's how we kind of connect. But yeah. um, doing it on your own is there's no, you know, practice. You know, everybody has these, these things inside them. There's no one who's lacking them. It's bringing that to the surface, acknowledging the lack without judgment, without fear, without trying to fix it or avoid it and then connecting to your heart really connecting to that heart space and there's a couple different techniques i could do one today or you know we could just talk about you know what what that looks like um but heart lock-in technique is a great way to just access that heart and then i will add sometimes some somatic things on top of that just to just to sort of give the body the essence. Okay. I'm here. Even though this Mm -hmm. stuff is here, I'm here. I'm not leaving you. I am here. Mm -hmm. And this is one of many methods, you know? Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that method. I'd love for the listeners and viewers to have access to that. Yeah. This is 
by far the simplest method. Um, it's backed. It's from the HeartMath Institute. You can look it up online. It's a nonprofit. Very awesome. Um, very awesome. A lot of shared information on the HeartMath and why the heart is so important. Um, but the heart lock-in is basically just starting with um, shifting your focus to your heart. So when it's out there, bring it back to your body. Bring it back to just the sensations, the area around your heart, just allowing that space. And as you're breathing in, picturing that air and breath going straight to the area around the heart, flowing around the heart. And it doesn't have to be exactly the heart. It's the, it's the space around, the energy around. And it's allowing your air and your breath to pick up on any sensations, any warmth, anything you want to pay attention to. And allowing it to exist. Just allowing it to be there. Now, I will often use my use touch so somatic so you can actually place your hands over your heart to activate it you can also use tapping so you can put your hand and tap right between the ring finger and the pinky there's a there's a space there you can just gently tap whatever you need to connect with your body to bring that back to your body or you can do the somatic hug basically which allows that that connection. Um, anything like that can add just that additional sensory component to focusing on that area around the heart, bringing the breath in. And as your breath sort of gets lighter and slower, you activate feelings of gratitude, appreciation, peace, sensations you're really trying to you know activate that feeling not saying i am gratitude for or i'm grateful for but really the feeling the sensations around gratitude appreciation allowing them just to exist and sort of feel that heart space up i'll activate a feeling of gratitude what it feels like to be grateful to be on your show and sharing this information to be opening up and reaching people who may be stuck or maybe struggling. And as you activate that feeling, holding it and then radiating it, radiating that feeling down through your body, through your core, through your legs, through your arms, up through your neck, through your chin and cheeks, all the way up through your eyes and then top of your head, you're radiating it out of yourself, all the way across your room, your town, to others in your life, maybe to everybody on your, on your team, holding that space for them, how much gratitude you have 
just radiating that appreciation and gratitude to everyone who encompasses that, your vendors, your HR person, your CFO, whoever you needs that, you know, you want to send that gratitude towards and bringing, you know, that, that gratitude to a place or that inner peace, whatever sensation you would go for, they all have that higher energy, feel higher vibration. If you can define them in sensations and you can feel them, you can access them at any time. When you start to feel overwhelmed or you catch yourself in survival mode, back to the heart. Because then the heart will send that signal to the brain. Okay, we don't have to be in survival mode. Yeah, we still have a challenge. We might still have something, but you're going to have a lot more creativity in the brain to think about that. You're going to see a lot more doors open if your heart is open. Because then the heart is not you know, shut down where it says, we just have to survive. We don't need to feel right now. We don't need to like stop and smell the roses. We need to survive. Mm -hmm. But if your heart is sending that signal to the brain, like, okay, we don't, we're not in survival. We're, there might be challenges, but we don't have to go into stress response. We don't have to go into survival response. It sends that. And people often say, well, yeah, but nothing's changed. And I say, bullshit. You just changed Mm -hmm. the entire chemistry of your body right there. The entire chemistry of your body changed and it only takes 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. And yes, there are still challenges out there and there always will be. We have to adapt. We're humans. We can't keep going to kindergarten for the rest of our life. We got to grow. Right. Right. We're humans. We don't stop. Like, you know, Columbus or whoever was trying to explore out there, they didn't say, oh, yeah, we're fine. Let's just not let's just not do anymore. We're natural explorers, adventurers, builders like you know, growers and inventors. So there's always going to be challenges. But if you're, if you're able to access that, if you're able to shift your body out of survival mode, your, your brain opens up so much more possibilities Mm -hmm. that you maybe didn't see before, or you didn't notice before. And then your chemistry of your body is to a place where you can have, it has that recovery period right? Has that recovery period where it can like start to heal and, and make new cells and do fun things that needs to do versus just pump adrenaline through you. So it's all connected, but yeah, the heart, the heart lock-in is a great technique. Like you can look it up and, you know, pretty much anywhere anymore. It's pretty popular. So easy and something simple to do when meditation feels like, where's my my brain's all over here back to your heart back to your heart so and that's you know that's where we have our spiritual you know essence as well so it's attached to that organ because it is our our gateway it's our bridge so all those things can go through one hi thanks for watching the show i hope you're enjoying this episode While you might be familiar with the fact that I'm the CEO and founder of Media the Creative Agency, you might not know what else I've been up to. I love to help families make sure that you're fully protected. And that comes from a place of if something happens to you, is your business going to be okay? If something happens to you, is your family going to have to worry about money? I am now a representative 
that will help you make sure that you are fully covered when it comes to your life insurance. Just find me on social media, on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook. Find my name, Marta Saray Greca. Ask me about life insurance. I'm happy to help you. I'm here to help. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of the show. That was beautiful. Thank you. And I'm so grateful that the viewers and listeners have this to access anytime that they want, that everything that you said is so important. And a couple other modalities that um, I think are available to people are that you can actually trick your brain. You can train your brain. And I know that, that, you know, maybe that might not be the right terminology or whatever, but you can train your brain by, so for, again, just back to that example of business expenses at a set time, make, make a list or remind yourself how many times you had that worry and it actually resolved itself and show your brain proof that it's actually okay, that it's been okay. And that for the majority of the time, it's been okay. You're fine. You're safe. And, and, and I was mentioning Dr. Tanya in my case, you know, I talk a lot about my mom, my best friend, my ride or die, my partner in life at the time. Um, but growing up, I, I would often hear from her, Marta, you're going to take care of me, right? In my old age, you're going to, you're going to take care of me, right? Can I live with you? Right. And it just so happened that, you know, her passing happened rather quickly, her, her cancer coming back. And I was just about to have a baby and I had the baby two weeks prior to her passing. And be, because of this, there was, well, not even because of this, but just there in anybody's life, there's going to be multiple scenarios of why when somebody is passing away, you aren't able to be there a hundred percent of the time, nor should you be because that's a lot for you to put on your shoulders. Right. And although I could confidently say that I was there for my mom 90% of the time, right? I can, my brain goes back to memories, like on the certain day where she, we got the diagnosis that the cancer had progressed, that it was all through her bones, that it was in her lungs. And in that moment, it was like at a certain time in the morning, I had five kids in the car. I was 10 months pregnant with one and the hospital didn't allow children in, in the hospital. And so I was like, Okay, thanks for the news. I got to get back to the car because I have five kids in the car. You know, two of them are teenagers, so yeah. it's legal and safe. But still, you know, you don't want to leave them in a car for too yes. long. They are not angels, my children. I love them. <laughs> and so, and then I remember at that evening also, I was at the hospital again for my mom. And uh, she just kind of joked and, and I had to go back and get the kids from wherever I dropped them off. And she's like, why don't you just leave them there? Just stay with me for the evening. Come on, just you and I, we'll just hang. And, you know, we just kind of chuckled and it's kind of like, you know, I can't, I have to go get them at some point, mom, right? So my brain will go to those two instances of how those two instances are proof that I wasn't there for her, right? Yeah. It forgets that in the entire between of like six to eight hours, I was sitting there in her hospital room with her as visitors came in, as priests came in. I was there, right? Making all the appointments, making, doing everything I could, right? And uh, the brain also goes, you know, your mom wanted you to move her in with you when this happened and you didn't do it. And it's like, mm -hmm. I couldn't. She's yeah. dying. I'm giving birth. Like, how am I going to take care of my dying mom, right? So, of course, we found the best that we could at the time, the, the best care for her. And this whole story is why I'm so passionate about what I do in terms of the holistic health and wellness mm -hmm. space and also in the 
and in the realm of selling life insurance, because if you have life insurance and you have a certain rider on it, you have all the money to take care of your end of life care the way you want it. But so this very long story is to, to bring up the point that how I explain it is that the brain kind of comes up with these scenarios to try to protect you. But I don't feel Mm -hmm. that I'm explaining that correctly from a spiritual sense. My, I I think it's the devil. The devil's like, Ooh, here's your insecurity. Let me fuck with you for a little bit (laughs) for me. Right. And for me, you know, I have to consistently shift to, but remember Marta, you were there 99% of the time, actually, but. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. You explain that exactly. Like, yeah, as a spiritual sense, we can, we can say that when in the psychological world, we call that the shadow parts. It's a Mm -hmm. part of our body that is based on these like very core human emotions of guilt, of, um, you know, fear of, you know, greed of whatever it is that, that sort of, and it might come up and your brain's going to go through those three times (laughs) versus the thousand times, you know, that you were there Mm -hmm. and allowing, allowing that, you know, cognitive ability to write like, yeah, these, you know, this is all the evidence that, that I am like a good person. I was there. I did what I needed to do. And that allows the brain and the heart to come in alliance then, because then you can bring the heart and say, mom, I'm here. I'm here. Cause you always were like you, you're never, you know, even though you couldn't physically be there a hundred percent of the time, which like you said, is not healthy either. <laughs> like that idea of like, yeah, I want, you know, this is, I did this and I am this and that brings that into alliance because and then that those parts that come up that you can go look that's okay we're in alliance now we're in the present you know I don't need this guilt anymore I love my mom I'm you know I did I did what needed to be done and and you know I am I am here I am I'm a good daughter I am you know like those I am's those emotional parts along with that physical evidence, that evidence can align in the present. And that's an amazing tactic too. We call that like um, in, you know, the psychological world, that's the evidence-based uh, mm-hmm. cognitions that we bring in to say, like, what have you ever not paid your payroll? Like, right. what if, like, you know, that's, it's our body trying to run off the emotion versus really the what's present what's present so yeah that's a great you know right going so would that be explained correctly of why does your brain do that why does your brain go to the worst case scenarios that maybe happened one percent of the time if ever what what does it is it to what is it's survival it's survival yeah it's protective because Mm -hmm. we're trained to to look for the negative for survival Like that's like, if you, you know, if you have as a business owner, maybe you've, you've seen 10 clients and nine of them rave about you, but that one last person, they're they're so like, no, wasn't you, what you offer is too expensive. What you offer is not good enough. Like, and you like, oh my gosh, like if you focus on that, because your brain is meant to do that, your brain is, your heart's not, but your brain Mm -hmm. is. So if we allow that to kind of come in to our body as truth, you know, as the, they're 
I'm a horrible, you know, business owner, I can't do anything like, then that becomes our program. And that then mm -hmm. the brain's like, okay, yeah, we're running a fear program. All right, thanks, yeah. Art. Thanks for letting us know. You know, mm -hmm. but it's trained to do that. It's trained to pick up on that for survival because we needed those skills before. And we still do need them today as intuition, but we don't need to focus on them. Like if you mm -hmm. have nine out of 10 people that don't like your product or don't like what you're doing, I think, yeah, you might need to like pay attention to that and be like, okay, I might need some help, right? Yeah. I might need to kind of like, right. But if the majority <laughs> of that is that one or, you know, one person or one conflict, then that's, you know, you, you have to go back to your, your heart and say, like, is this a personal attack or is this like, you know, is this something I can say, okay, I can learn from that. That's great feedback and critics or great stuff I can kind of pull from, but I'm going to let that go because I am, I know I am good at what I'm doing. I know that I'm providing what I need for others to, to grow and succeed. So it's, it's been said that our, it takes five positive to outweigh one negative for mm. our brain. Mm. Five positive to outweigh one negative. So if you have five positive things said about your outfit and one negative, your brain can kind of handle that. <laughs> But if it's just like two negative and like three positive, that might be a little bit too much of a ratio for your brain. So that's that's really when the heart comes back into it. And we have mm -hmm. to have that awareness about it. Like, how am I reacting to this? What do I fear I'm lacking? Like, what is this pulling up? Because if we internalize that, it becomes our program. Mm -hmm. Right. It's based off of fear. You can't really convince anybody of something that they don't already believe is true. This is why hypnosis, you know, people say, oh, I was hypnotized to cluck like a chicken. Like, well, you, you, if you didn't already know what a chicken acted like or have like thought about like chickens before, you would never be able to do that because you can only right. pull from things, right? Like, so if somebody says something to you that truly corely hurts like your spirit, like, then we want to look at what might be underneath that. Like mm -hmm. what might be like in that that's it's really coming and hitting a belief system right mm -hmm. but if someone comes up to you and says you know marta you have horrible hair you'd be like mm -hmm. huh did i wash my hair today like how what can't what did somebody put in my like it doesn't really personally have like a you know right. like, a, it's right. like oh my gosh they're 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 noticing my insecurities they're just like you're just like what kid put something in my hair today or like <laughs> right yeah. it doesn't have a personal it doesn't have that 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 intensity. But mm -hmm. if something has that intensity, that's where we kind of want to look a little bit lower when your heart can't, what is going into survive, pushing the brain into survival mode versus just kind of seeing it as an observation, not absorbing mm -hmm. it as a threat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From a, and, and then from a superficial standpoint, uh, an example, I think a lot of the business leaders, especially in the service world, we want like everybody to be happy, right? Those high achieving people pleasers. We want everybody to have amazing results. We want everybody to have awesome lives because of us. We want everybody to be happy. And again, from that superficial example, I love to watch reality TV. It's like my jam. Love is blind is one of my shows. Like I wish I had like a Facebook group where I can go into and like gossip, not really gossip, but like about the show. Like 
I'm so invested. But if you look at the show, they have maybe dozens, if not hundreds of entrance contestants, mm -hmm. if you want to call them. And at the end of the season, they have like maybe one happy couple mm -hmm. out of like dozens and dozens and dozens. And they consider it a success. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And think about it. It is a success. It worked. Like two yeah. people's lives were changed and they found the love of their life. So I guess it is yeah. a success. right? Or if you look at a more serious example, um, you know, thinking about cancer mm -hmm. and trials, cancer trials, and, and they're doing research, people yeah. will happily enter into a clinical trial, even if right now there's only 10% proven because 10% is better than nothing, yeah. right? So yeah. if these industries are okay with just coming forward and doing their best, you know, like yeah. for a successful business, you probably want more than a 10%, yeah. like, right? Like that's probably not going to go well for you. But just to give you an example from the superficial to the very serious industries, like you don't have to be the end all be all for everybody. You don't yeah. you know, like if if you are loved and and adored by everyone, then you're probably not creating waves. Right. And you're probably yeah. actually if we want to talk about not internal peace, like yes. that's yes. not internal peace to not, you know, and yeah. that's, that's why we do what we do. Right. Because we want a certain scenario to occur in our lives. Yeah. Um other people's perceptions to be a certain way. Right. Um, so, I mean, I think we've about covered it. This was an yeah. awesome episode for coming back. I appreciate you. And Thank so you. For those who are like, that's totally me. You are talking about me. How can they work with you? Yeah. Um, my website or Facebook page, you just have to email or text me. I'm a real person. It's, it's like literally me. You're talking to one person, an email, a text, a phone call. It's, super simple. Um, we just start a conversation. So yeah. it's really just a conversation. And, you know, like I said, it could be as simple as if it's not something that's too far back, you know, that's not been trapped in there or not like it's, it could be a simple release like that. Your body just needs to know it's in the present and that's okay. It doesn't have to, doesn't have to run that. It could take one session. It could take two sessions and, and just depends on what is underlying, what the roots are. Um, but yeah, a simple conversation is how we start. And then we just go from there because everybody's can you, different. Can you give me an example? And by the way, guys, Dr. Tanya and I have been working together. And if it was up to me, she would be charging probably 10 times the amount. And not that I want you to choose Dr. Tanya. Oh, I, I tell them that when, when they come in, like <laughs> my marketing manager gives me this. <laughs> <laughs> because I personally have paid 10 times the amount and I know many people who are su successful. Um, but as I tell my other clients, like you can't, you know, you ch don't charge what other people think you should charge, charge what feels in alignment for you. Otherwise it's like we're fighting a losing battle, which actually that's a terrible analogy because yeah. we don't want to be fighting nope. for our business. That's not right. No. Um, you know what I'm saying? But um, so not to choose Dr. Tanya for the price. I never like to encourage mm -hmm. someone like to just go get a good deal. But I think if you are thinking she is so knowledgeable, there's no way I could afford her because that's a, another thing that a lot of Belief. yeah. a lot of us believe, have beliefs like we don't even I can't tell you the amount of leads who reach out to me and are like, I, we haven't even talked about pricing or programs and uh, I'm like, oh, they haven't, I need to do more work on objection handling in my content if this is happening. If I find that it's happening, but they're like, I don't think I can afford you. So if you're thinking that about Dr. Tanya, um, you know, give it a chance. Like you might be surprised that in relation to what you think is expensive, it, you might be pleasantly surprised. So yeah. um, can you give me, oh, go ahead. 
Yeah. And a lot of what I do is specifically like self-education because because of my doctorate, it, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm at a level where I'm educating. So what I give to my clients and patients is this is now yours. Like you are able to kind of take this stuff and go with it. So it's not a dependence. And that's what why I'm away from the healthcare industry is because it, it has a dependence on it. Like there's an expert, go to them. You, you are the expert, you become the expert. This information will be yours. And then you will have the tools from that point on to if anything does come up, if challenges does come up to use that that way. So it's not a, it's not a, you know, lifetime membership um, sort of thing where you, you know, the education that you get about yourself, about your systems, about all that stuff is a lot of what I'm, I'm doing different in terms of that, the field, because we spend a lot of time because people are, they have it. You have everything you need. You just mm. have to know the right, you know, guide through the right programs to run. But yeah, that's, that's another belief that you've hit into is that oftentimes people don't take the step forward to working with someone like you because they feel like, well, if it works, then I'm going to be stuck doing it and I might not be mm -hmm. able to. It's so crazy how we're always looking to ahead rather than staying mm -hmm. in that present moment. Yeah. Um, so can you give me an example of someone you've worked with and you've loved to work with? Obviously, all anonymous, um, just a general example, even if you just want to say if someone is feeling this, then this is how they'll feel afterwards. Or if, if you can do a specific example anonymously, it's your crossword puzzle. Yeah. Um, well, I won't do a, a specific example just because my clients are very individual. And if they are watching this, which some of them are, hello. <laughs> um, I, I want to make sure that that is their individual story to tell, not mine. So in general, there's a lot of um, a lot of anxiety, a lot of overwhelm, a lot of worry, a lot of disconnect from the body where I'm pushing, I'm pushing, I'm pushing, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing, and I still feel horrible. I still like, you know, people are going to personal trainers, chiropractors, naturopaths, um, uh, hypnotists, uh, massages weekly, like every physical thing they could do. What's, what's popular? Yeah. Uh, ice baths, um, whatever it may be like that. And people are like, you know, and those things all work. They do. They work beautifully as physical tools for the body when the body is aligned with healing. So a lot of times I'll work with mothers and um, business owners who are both mothers at the same time, because it's like, you feel, you know, I'm so successful in this one area. How can I be so sucky in this other area? And it's really that part that is underneath that's still running in that survival mode, still running, you know, those old programs. So um, a lot of cases have been just uh, people kind of coming into the present and realizing like, oh my gosh, I, I, I thought this problem was me. I thought I was like, I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought like, I had no mm -hmm. idea this comes from, you know, this mm -hmm. or that and, and releasing that, that they don't have to carry that anymore for their family, for their ancestors, for, you know, that, you know, they're, oh my gosh, like, and people will have massive breakthroughs with tears and then other people will just be like, I need to tr process this for a little bit and mm -hmm. really shifts their entire reality 
It really is a reality. And that's, that's where I kind of come with disrupting the system is I have to disrupt the system. I have to have that gentle disruption to kind mm -hmm. of shift your body into the present because if you're glazing over in session, I'm going to bring you back. Like there's like, you know, it's not, this is not going to take 12 years. Come back. <laughs> right. You're disrupting into the present because your body will adapt. Your body is meant to adapt. So, so many mothers who are business owners trying to juggle all that felt like that burden on their shoulders and have been able to release that and be able to say like, okay, like this, this is real. My house doesn't have to be like clean all the time for me to relax. My kids don't have to be fed organic grass fed beef imported from Europe in order for me to relax. Like I don't have to go to a massage every day at three o'clock in order for like these. My things. husband doesn't have to behave perfectly yeah, in order for right? me to relax. Yeah. Right? My husband doesn't have to read my mind like in order for me to relax. Like I can actually tell him what I want. Hey, like I need you to do the laundry tonight with feeling that validity of voice, like that mm -hmm. voice that we can say like, okay, I'm, I'm, it's not just me. I'm not carrying this whole system on my shoulders because mm -hmm. when you're a kid, you probably were carrying that whole system on your shoulders and mm -hmm. now you don't have to as much. Right. So a lot of mother, mother business owners that are struggling, a lot of people with health issues, um, um, autoimmune um, pain, chronic pain syndrome, you know, that felt they were victim to their symptoms, victim to these, these, these diagnoses um, that have shifted into no longer being on disability or no longer being in a place where they feel they can't nurture their body. They can do more self-care from the simplest acts of going to a Halloween party, you know, dressed as the, the, um, dressed as the the costume they wanted to wear instead of the costume that they thought they should wear mm -hmm. so finally finally getting in connection with their bodies where they can feel those sensations of of empowerment and love and unconditional love from more than the outside external sources mm -hmm. so yeah. a lot so, of different <laughs> so basically if you're like i am not okay and i just want to be okay yeah and and, and especially if you're the type of person who like hides that behind a big smile because mm -hmm. you feel like you need to uphold this facade of who you are and strong and dependent, you don't need help, right? You can do yeah. it all. In fact, you are the helper. People come to you for help. Yeah. And then you're finding yourself up at night worrying about one or two <laughs> <laughs> or a multitude of the things we've discussed today, then Dr. Tanya is your girl. Your girl. Mm -hmm. And um, Dr. Tanya, you and I have had the uh, wonderful gift to share in my R&R program. I'd love for you to just say a few words about your experience working with me, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, yes. And, and definitely the the disruption I needed um, within that and gently and supportively um, the experiences, the connections, um, the learning, you know, with, with everything and um, coming from the a place of, I didn't want to have to read all of the books or do all like that. I could have that, that one-on-one -on -one connection to say, okay, this is where I'm struggling, or this is where, you know, I'm having these blocks um, and having that, that interactive, you know, that it wasn't just a something 
that I was trying to do on my own, it was really helpful, really helpful. And, and you know what, I, I'm a firm believer. I had to do this a lot in my therapy as I've come to this place is kind of releasing expectations, really releasing expectations, like going into it, what my expectations were. And a lot of that releasing of things because it complete, like there's so many changes like that I've gone through, like with like, you know, really just opening myself up to, okay, what's the resistance to this? Or, you know, what did it feel like when I put this out there or did this and really learning so much more about what I actually wanted, which is completely different now than what I thought I wanted. <laughs> like, so it's a growth process, really, like any resistance we can learn from and any new challenge we can really learn from. And you brought that, you know, to the forefront and in, in kind of, you know, with the, that information. And it's it's going to blossom beautifully, I know, as as I, you know, just get my new photos soon. And I'm like, super excited for those because they're a shift, a complete shift in direction from from, you know, what, what I thought to what I'm doing now is like, really fun, like super fun. I thought, oh, it's a business. I can do it. I love helping people. Now I'm like having fun. Like, this is like, so cool. Like I get to do this. I get to break reality. So it's a, it's really been um, emotional and um, in a growth process to just have the support and have the the ability to grow without pressure expectations but just that love so i thank you thank you thank you and again guys that wraps it up and this show is produced by media the creative agency if you are a holistic health wellness and beauty expert and you just want to let go of your marketing to attract more of your ideal clients while you get to just focus on your clients with your team Media, the creative agency is there for you. And if you're not at a place yet where you have a team, you're just starting and you'd still like that marketing and strategy and mindset and financial guidance, I'm here for you with my uh, initial program, r r And if you're not there yet, I do have a book for you that I wrote for you because, you know, I'm a giver. I'm a people pleaser. What can I say? Uh, the Minimalist Method for the Emerging Entrepreneur's Guide to Peace and Prosperity is my book that you can buy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. If you, again are just looking for a little step forward. It's a max 90 minute read. It just gets you started on the basics of your, of, of how you can minimize your life so you can let in more through your business. Thank you, Dr. Tanya. Again, thank you guys for listening. And as always, leave your comments. We love for this to be a, com a conversation. If you're on a platform that can leave a comment, tell us where you're from. Tell us if you're crazy. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'll just hit a PR button there. No, no, bad one. <laughs> but you know i'm crazy and i love it yes yes <laughs> no, labels. <laughs> no labels until next time bye